0: on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the Jetcast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators and more. The Jetcast podcast is brought to you by South Central Sealing and Paving, online at scsealing.com, Mel hambledon Ford, Pepsi, All State Insurance Agent Mike Light, ec Agency. Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman
1: University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. The Newman Jets wrestling team was all set to make another postseason landing last season. The Jets qualified two for the NCAA championships in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Tyler Lolly and Cameron Frame already in the Mount Rushmore State looking to bring home the Jets' second national title. Then came the devastating news, tournament canceled, one of the earliest casualties of coronavirus. Both returned this season hoping to bring back the Jets' second NCAA national title to Wichita. To look at wrestling's plans for 2020, And beyond, we're joined by the man entering his 17th year with the program, 13th as the head coach. Ryan Smith joins me here on the JetCast. This is episode number 21 of the show. Coach, appreciate the time so much. Thank you for being here. Hey, absolutely. Thanks for having us. Well, I I feel like I have to preface pretty much every interview now with, How's 2020 treating you guys? Because uh, it seems to be hitting everybody differently uh, in, in challenges in different ways this year, isn't it?
2: Oh, it's definitely been interesting, but we're making we're making the best of it.
1: Well, uh, you know, looking ahead here. Winter sports obviously did get some good news here recently with basketball now firmly entrenched on the schedule, November. They mentioned wrestling in that post, the MIAA did, in terms of their plans for winter sports, but it wasn't quite as specific because they don't run a championship in the postseason like they do for basketball. What is, first of all, (laughs) how uneasy has it been for you and the guys kind of waiting to figure out what's going to happen when it comes to wrestling this year?
2: Well, it's been, it's been terrible. I mean, it's I mean, you, <laughs> I you, can imagine. I mean, you you spend all summer planning, you know, for the following year and and um with the news coming out last week, then there then it kind of created more questions because like you said, our season's a little bit different. I mean, the majority of the first half of our season is a lot of open tournaments and um we don't get into our dual competition or conference dual competition until second semester. And um you know, taking out taking out that open that that open tournament season uh, for lack of a better term, I mean, there's still more questions right now than there are answers, um, and even for second semester, as we move out there to there, you know, out there to that that scope of it, um, you know, then you you got trying to look at dueling some, you know, some regional competition. They're going to have their their own conference schedules that are that are condensed. Um, so there's a lot of concern there as far as from an overall schedule standpoint. So
1: what do you know? And the, obviously the answer, if it's I don't know, that's fine because there are so many questions right now. But what do you know about the planned schedule for MIAA schools for the 2020-2021 season, if anything?
2: Well, I don't know is a pretty common answer right now. Um, <laughs> I, that, I mean, that's what, we've, that's what we've been telling all of our guys for the last six months. I don't know. But um, – As far as as far as Newman's plan, as far as the MIAA plan, um, it seems like it's a pretty common theme that that everyone's going to start, you know, after that June, January first day. Um, So that would lead you to believe that you're going to have you're going to have four or five duels and, you know, maybe maybe a small jet invite. Uh, We moved that from, you know, last year from first semester to second semester. So we're going to try to
1: hold on to that tournament and then we'll. We'll move on to postseason play. So as of right now, we're talking with Ryan Smith, head wrestling coach here at Newman. As of right now, we've seen some of the other sports, baseball, softball, soccer, basketball has been working out. They've been allowed to have some practices. Soccer just a couple of weeks ago was allowed to have a scrimmage. What are you guys being allowed to do in the wrestling room right now?
2: Well, we've, I mean, they never really limited us at, you know, like they did the other sports. Um, We were told to move on with our normal preseason. So basically we've kind of extended our preseason a little bit longer until we had some additional answers. Um, Now that we do know what we do now, um, we'll be able to start kind of prepping for a, for a first competition date. um, and, And just, I mean, it's a lot of changes. I mean, you can't, you know, it, After doing this so long, you usually have a pretty good idea, hey, what tomorrow's going to be and (laughs) and two weeks from today. But, um, boy, we've had to make a lot of changes along the way.
1: Well, and you talk about the winter season that's starting now, January first or thereabouts, obviously you guys will need some time you know either whether it be bo- after Thanksgiving and before Christmas, because I know that the class schedule is still a little unsettled that you know some plans of maybe students are not going to be on campus at a lot of these schools after Thanksgiving. do you believe that this that the season could be extended past where it normally because normally about March NCAAs are happening you know could those be pushed to April you know does the NCAA canceled? that championship for this year
2: no i mean as as far as our ncaa uh tournament goes um we were supposed to have a a winter sports festival where it brings swimming and track and wrestling all together in one venue i think there's been a lot of conversations around that as far as let's not do that this year right um so i think that's probably on the table um i could see it being extended you know a couple weeks but um i haven't seen anything um, as far as concrete as that goes. So
1: I guess what we're going to tell people is NewmanJets.com and stay tuned because we'll let you know as we learn more details on that.
2: Well, there's, they're definitely going to have to stay tuned because there's nothing <laughs> even on there right now anyway. So, <laughs> that is right. Um,
1: La- last year, let's go back, 5-3 uh, and three as a team, 2-2 two and two in the MIAA. Uh, obviously, two national qualifiers, the highlight of the season for you guys. Uh, your thoughts on the 2019-2020 Jets season. I mean, we, we we got going and we didn't really look back.
2: I mean, um, arguably one of the best teams we've had um, since I've been here. Um, you know, we knocked off Fort Hayes last year, beat Central Missouri handedly, um, took a really close loss. I think we lost to UNK 24-21. Yeah, what's exactly um, what the score was and um, you know UCO UCO banged us up pretty good but that's the I mean they're a tough team but we went out we we battled every time we stepped
1: out on the mat and you mentioned early in the season I had talked to you just after that Central Oklahoma loss and it, it was a blowout I think it was 36 to 6 and you mentioned how the guys need to get better and how they needed to improve when I talked to you on the podcast last year and they certainly did what was the difference in the second half of the season versus the first half of the season when you guys were racking up all those wins
2: well I, I, you UCO's tough. I mean they they were gonna they were gonna place very high at the at the national tournament this last year. Um, it's unfortunate for the, those guys that um, we didn't get a chance to to wrestle out that tournament. But um, I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into that. That duel was I think January 13th, January 15th somewhere last year. That seems like it was five years ago at this point. <laughs> um, so there 's a lot that goes into a you know an early duel right after that Christmas break. Um, guys getting their weight back under control, um, you know just getting in back into that routine um, but you know, outside of that, I mean, you, you look at that UCO duel and then you look at that Fort Hayes duel that we ended the season on and um, the guys came to wrestling and and they weren't going to let down a, a packed full, you know, a packed house in, oh, was. in our gym that night. That was a fun night. Oh, it
1: was. Um, Outstanding
2: atmosphere. Had the glow sticks going, little kids <laughs> in singlets. That was a, that was an awesome opportunity, awesome atmosphere. And um it, it was fun to knock off Fort Hayes for the first time, in, um, I believe, in, in the history of, of Newman wrestling. Well,
1: and I'd never seen, you know, I'd been to a couple of wrestling matches here before. I had not seen all the lights off of just the one spotlight. I always wondered, because I've been here for basketball all the time, like, what is that light underneath the scoreboard? If you haven't been here for a, a weeknight Newman wrestling duel... You really got to come and check it out. They really play it up. The lights are dark around the stands. Everything's focused on the mat. Uh, it's really a fun atmosphere. And that Fort Hays State match was a, a tremendous atmosphere. Uh, you mentioned that it was unfortunate for Central Oklahoma they didn't get to wrestle. Uh, obviously, you got you had a couple of guys that did not get to wrestle up there at the NCAA yeah. tournament. Cameron Frame, Tyler Lolly. We'll talk to Mr. Lolly here in just a few minutes here on the JetCast. <clears throat> also, be joined by Drew Mouse, head baseball coach here in a bit as well what was the emotion like for those guys and for you when uh, obviously if they would have been seniors I, I can't imagine the tragedy that would have been but even still you know making it back to ncaa championship is not something that's easy to do it's a long road to get back what was it like having to tell those guys that they were not going to get to get on the mat well to be honest with you i think they seen it before
2: i did um we had just got i think we just got out of a, out of our coaches' meeting we were we were less than you know twenty four hours from way in we had our, we had our coaches meeting at four or five o 'clock in that afternoon on on Thursday. tournament was supposed to start on friday and I think one of the guys seen a tweet before I actually seen the email uh, from the nCAA that they were they were canceling the tournament so I mean, uh, of course they were devastated. I mean, you give yourself up for a sport, a chance to not only represent your school, but you represent yourself and, and doing something at the highest level possible, and that's to win a national, national title. Um, you know, that's, that's, what, that's an opportunity stripped away from you, and you're never going to get it back. Um, but like you say, they're, they're um, you know, thankfully they weren't seniors. Um, they, they, get a, they get another opportunity to, to do what they do, but at the same time... Um, you know, like you said, it, it's tough to get back to that tournament. I mean, guys, <laughs> you know, Cameron Frame—he's been there the last two years, and um, we see him going another two. But um, boy, I, I mean, to get out of a to get out of a super regional um, and, and to place top three in those regionals is. I mean,
1: it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough battle. Nine straight trips for your program now to the NCAA tournament. You were 5-3 and three last year, 2-2 two and two in the MIAA, and you mentioned those wins over Central Missouri. Normally very, very good wrestling program. Fort Hay State, first time you've ever beaten them in your program's history. Six All-Americans you have produced out of this program in the last four years. In your mind, what's the next step that Newman Wrestling needs to take as you continue to build the program?
2: We're just going to continue bringing in guys that are going to buy into what we're doing. I got a, I got a phenomenal staff. We um, continue to add to that staff. Um, I mean, the guys are buying in. They, they're, they're believing in what we're doing. Um, Newman is a special place. Um, I mean, it's, the sky's the limit as far as um, what these guys can do.
1: Obviously, the key returners, all the focus is going to be on Cameron Frame and Tyler lolly We're talking to Mr. Lolly here in a couple of minutes. Talk to us about him and what makes him so engaging. And I believe he's coming up on his last flight here as a Jet, uh, coming up on his senior season. So obviously a little bit more pressure. But uh, I know that he'll be desperate to get back to the NCAA championships. What's going to allow him to do that?
2: Well, it's just staying focused. I mean, and, and it's, been t- it's been tough to do. I mean, with all the, you know, when you, when you don't have an answer to a question and you say, <laughs> I'll have to get back to you or nobody said anything about it. I mean, it's tough to stay engaged. It's tough to, tough to stay focused when you, don't have, when you don't have those dates kind of in sure. your mind where you're going. Um you know, you. I mean, we're still up in the air as far as what we're going to do with him. He's he's still got a red shirt year to burn. If um if we see that if we can make that make sense, I mean, we're, we we kind of leave it up to those guys. Um, but there's no doubt we want to we want to make sure he goes out on a
1: on a high note. So well, uh, if you've been watching the program, you know that we have question chain, a new feature this year. So what's what is the question that you would like me? To ask Mr. Lolly when he is sitting in that seat here in a few minutes.
2: Oh, you might you might just go back to a match a couple of years ago and just, just ask him ask him how how he managed to turn around and pin somebody when he was down fourteen <laughs> zero. I remember that story. Um, you know what 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 was going through his mind? You know that's the, that's one of the, the I, I have never seen it in my career um, to see somebody be down fourteen zero getting ready to get tagged. And by, um, For
1: people who don't know, a technical fall, if you're down by 15 points at any point in a match, they just they throw in the white towel, it's over. That's right. So if he gives up one more point, he loses the match, and he comes back to pin this guy. It, one of the most incredible wrestling stories I've ever heard of. Yeah. And uh, so we will ask him about that here in a few minutes. You, you mentioned weight classes. With this year not being able to get in a normal routine, does that make weight class Decisions a little bit more difficult? Or do you feel like you have, with so many returners, the guys slotted in where you want them? No, I think, honestly, with
2: the way this year is kind of playing out, it actually gives guys a little bit more time to get down to the, you know, weight class they would, they would want to wrestle at or compete at. Um, so that really hasn't played into a factor. And to be honest with you, that hasn't been really – any of our conversations at this point so I mean we've always taken the stance we I mean if a, if a guy asks us you know where do you think I should go we'll have that conversation but I mean believe it or not usually the usually the guys find find a weight class that fits them and and then they battle
1: from there. Final question for you in this season with so many unknowns what are your expectations for 2020-2021 Newman Wrestling? Our expectations remain the same remain the same every
2: time we go out there we 're going to battle and we 're going to leave everything out there um, you know we've we've um, what 2018, we had our first national champ uh, we had high hopes that we were, we were taking two last year and those those two guys could have could have won that could have won that championship so i mean we're, we're every year we 're trying to do a we're trying to one up ourselves, so I'm um, looking
1: forward to it, and, and and we'll see how it we'll see how it unfolds. Coach Smith, Newman Jets wrestling set to get started sometime after January first, and like I've had to say so many times on this show, you're just going to have to stay tuned, and we'll keep you up to date. And when we come back, we'll be joined by Mister Lolly, one of the two All Americans from last year's Jets team. When we return on the JetCast.
0: Hi, friends. Phil Nightingale, General Manager of Mel Hamilton Ford. Have you been thinking about a new SUV? Right now is a great time to buy a new Ford at the big one of 119th and West Gallo. EcoSport, Escape, Edge, Explore, Expedition. Mel Ford is sure to have the right vehicle to fit your size. And you know you can count on us with this great selection to find the right SUV at the best price to fit your budget. Check us out online or in person. Let us make your purchase easy with pickup and delivery right from your home or work. Mel Hamilton Ford, experience the difference.
3: Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics.
1: Baseball about, well, we, you know, we got to gain 15 pounds or lose 15 pounds. You just kind of work out and whatever weight you arrive at, that's fine. and You can make adjustments, but you guys sometimes have to make adjustments on a day-to-day basis in order to make your weight. How do you make the decision of what is most comfortable? What does most comfortable mean to you when talking about your weight? Uh, most
2: comfortable is just whatever is manageable as far as the weight cut and then once you get your body around to the, the weight that you want to compete at every day and practice, your opti- how you're practicing and
1: where you feel optimal. at. Final question for you: What are your personal expectations for the upcoming season? Nine straight trips for the uh, to the NCAA championships for the Jets as a program. Obviously, I know you're hoping to make it 10 straight this year. And what are your expectations for the Jets as a team after going five and three last year and two and two in the MIWA? A? Um,
2: this year, I'd I'd really like to see us get three All Americans. From what I know, that we've only ever had two people All-American in one year. So I'd like to break that record and then
1: put together a top 15 team in the country. Tyler Lawley, one of those NCAA All-Americans who will be looking to break that record and make his third straight NCAA championship appearance this year. Thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Thank you. We'll talk baseball. It's not too early as the fall classic comes toward us in the major leagues. We'll take a look ahead to a spring sport that also got cut off Back in 2020, this year, this spring, it was the last athletic contest of the year for the Jets. Drew Mouse, head baseball coach, joins me when we resume.
0: You are a business owner. Every day you concern yourself with trying to grow revenue, increase margins, manage cash flow, live within compliance, maintain staff, understand health care, raise capital, satisfy customers. With all of this on your plate, you haven't even noticed your parking lot. Your parking lot says a lot about your business, and South Central Ceiling and Paving gives your parking lot a voice. Let South Central Ceiling and Paving take your parking lot off your plate. Start now at scceiling.com. South Central
1: Ceiling and Paving.
0: Where can you land the best Jet Swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics and UJetsGear.com. The store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere. This clothing styles and hats to newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more and you jetsgear.com is your place to purchase sports specific alumni parents and hard to find newman merchandise shop right now on your computer or phone and you jetsgear.com or click the shop now button at newmanjets.com
1: Wrapping up episode 21 here of the JetCast. And, you know, we thought baseball getting cut short last year you know we don't want to give baseball and softball we're going to have coach Gustafson on here in a couple of weeks as well but didn't want to let those sports go totally unmentioned here in the first semester especially with no competition happening and so uh, obviously baseball last year was one of the first seasons cut short at NU in fact the Jets 6-5 to victory at McCarthy Field over Northeastern State turned out to be the final contest of the year for the Jets NU 8 and 15 for their first year head coach after joining NU following seven years of assistant coaching, Henderson State and Arkansas Little Rock. Drew Mouse will wrap up this show on the JetCast here with me. Coach, thanks so much for being here. Appreciate having you on the show here on the big fancy version for the first time.
3: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, and I, every single question, I mean, this is kind of a broken record, but uh, how's 2020 been for you uh, in the midst of all this pandemic? Uh- a wrecking ball into everything uh, I mean
3: whatever plans you originally have throw those out the window start from scratch uh, once you get those plans set up throw those out the window start from scratch again um, you know a lot of people are just asking for normalcy and I, I don't even care about normalcy I just want continuity just sure something, something that we can roll with and and keep for a long
1: time. I I tell everybody who has a birthday this year, I used to say, you know, hey, have a great day. Now I say have an average day Mm -hmm. because, you know, my standards are lower this year. 2019-2020 season, up to that point, your first year, I know that you were not coming in and expecting, you know, to win all 25 games that you played. Uh, What were your thoughts on the games that you did play and what you did see out of your team on the field in that short first season? Well, uh... Coming and
3: playing in the MIAA, obviously, is a juggernaut in and of itself. Um, and then opening up conference with Central Oklahoma and Central Missouri. <laughs> they um, didn't do you many favors, did they? Here's a nice welcome wagon from the MIAA for your first coaching experience. Um, but I thought we competed. Uh, once we got to the MIAA conference play, I thought we were competing at a high level. You know, um, Obviously, you take any win that you can get against UCO and, and UCM. Uh, we won the first MIAA game against UCO, run ruling them on Friday night. Um, and then the next weekend, uh, you know, I thought we played well two out of the three games against Central Missouri. Um, so I was happy to get to Northeastern um, and some of the other teams to, not saying that we were going to sweep them or anything like that, but it was at least one of those like, okay, now we now we can breathe and just play. You know? Sure. Um, so it was good. As the saying always goes, it's always nice
1: to win the last game of the season. Uh, (laughs)
3: Right. And we got to do that, and, um, you know, looking forward
1: to this year. Obviously, when you were playing that last game of the season, you had to have some idea that there was something happening with everything that had been going on in the news Mm -hmm. in terms of the cancellations, not just in the sports landscape, but all over. Uh, But what were your feelings when, you know, I'm sure that Joe uh, got a hold of you after the game with her phone and said, oh, by the way, uh, this is your last game as of right now for the season.
3: Yeah, I think I think Joe and uh, Zane and I had had a conversation earlier that morning about that the uh, ADs were having a conference call that day. Um, and I remember at the home plate meeting with Jake, we're sitting there going over ground rules, and I just said, hey, there's a really good chance that, D's going to come out here and yank us off the field. So just giving you a heads up for that. <laughs>
2: sure. Um,
3: so, you know, we went through it all or whatever and whatever, and Zane was out there, and I had, you know, brief conversation in the middle of the game, like what what's going on, what's going on? And I think it was like the eighth inning, eighth or ninth inning. He said, yeah, I think they're shutting it down. So we got through the game, won.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I thought Joe, I talked to her earlier, and she, was, she had gotten the email, I think, while you guys were playing, mm-hmm. and she didn't know – what she was supposed to do. If she was supposed to stop the game, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if she was supposed to just let you guys finish, I, I think a good decision by letting you guys finish.
3: Well, it, would been a, it was a good decision since we won. If we would have <laughs> lost, it would have been a bad
1: decision. But yeah. <laughs> I understand. Uh, how difficult is it to you – know, I, I think for any new head coach, they go into a program, they have their first year, and you want to evaluate where you are after your first year. And There's a, you know obviously a certain – I'm sure in your mind there was a place that you wanted to get to. Mm-hmm maybe it wasn't wins and losses, but how much more difficult is is it to evaluate that when you don't really get a full year? You know, you guys should have been playing into May and instead you didn't even make it to spring break. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, we I've, I've talked to
3: my dad on several occasions. You know, he coached baseball for a long time and just I don't know what to think about it. You know, <laughs> I know that um, I, I learned a lot. I think our team kind of figured out what um what I wanted out of them um I think they would have enjoyed a longer chance to to put that into action and everything um and then moving forward with with coming into this year, you know there's there's guys that that are returning that know what I expect out of them, but it's still because we didn't go through an entire year, it's like am I right on that's what he wants or or is there still a little bit of gray area here? Um, and so this fall, making sure that that we're trying to get on that page of this is what I expect, this is what I want has been a big thing.
1: Well, and, and you guys, I've seen the social media posts, by mm-hmm. the way, uh, with a couple of the ladies from the women's basketball team helping out. And if you want to get the Newman Jets baseball newsletter, you can follow them on Twitter at BSB. On Twitter, Braxton and uh, and Brooke doing a fantastic job. Or, ba- beg your pardon, Bailey, Bailey doing Bailey. a great yep. job uh, putting that out for you guys. Um, fall ball, what are the activities that you guys are allowed to do at this point at this part of the season with, you know, all the rules discombobulated from what they normally are? We've we've been
3: inter-squatting. Um, we've got two weeks left. And, you know, setting up the fall was the hardest thing, you know. Um, you know, school kind of said we wanted to have these group practices for as long as possible. Uh, basketball, volleyball, that's great because they're inside. Right. Baseball, you've got a short period, especially in, in Kansas. You have a short time period. you got to get stuff in. So, um, you know, we went with the three weeks of individual stuff, and then we just said we're going to try and get this done in one month as quickly as we possibly can um so we've been we've inter-squad almost three or four times a week um thankfully this year we have 20 22 arms last year i think we only had 11 yeah so it was a lot harder to (laughs) i bet to get the inter-squads in um but this year you know we've we've been able to get as much in as we possibly can and it so far I've liked what we see
1: well what do you feel like is the is the area of improvement from last year's team that you'd like to see to this year's team not that you don't want to improve in all phases of the game right. but if there's one that you can pick that's going to give you the biggest impact for this year what do you think that would be pitching um, obviously only having a certain number
3: of arms harms you um, you know with twenty two we've got Some big-time returners, um, Schumann and Boaz are back. Um, Dickey's back. Um, You know, we've added a couple of of junior college arms, local junior college arms. We have a bunch of freshmen. um, And so far, the freshmen have done a really good job of of competing, um, pounding the zone, um, you know, throwing secondary pitches for strikes. And if we can get them acclimated to playing college baseball and understanding that, every hitter you have to get out it's not just going to be get the first three guys out and you should be okay <laughs> sure. um, understanding that I-, I think we'll be competitive again uh, you know last year Zane and I were just talking about how I think we fielded like 980 um, in a 980 clip which is fantastic especially playing for natural grass and everything like that. What do you
1: feel like – I've always wondered, when you look at fielding percentage, mm-hmm. what's the benchmark? You know, obviously for a, for hitting, if you're hitting over 300, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. If you're 250 to 300, that's okay. 200 to 250 is not so good. If you're below the Mendoza line, obviously that's that's bad. Right. What do you think – the, do they have those for fielding percentage? Uh I I know with all the – I'm sure there's a saber matrician out there that's just rolling over in his grave right now. You know,
3: I don't try to base everything off the big league level, but um, I think the worst fielding percentage of the big leagues is like 985. Sure. So um, they just do a lot better job of playing catch more than anything. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we try to make sure that we're within that five – to 8% range of the worst MLB team. Sure. Um, so, you know, 970 to 980 would be fantastic for okay. us. Uh,
1: what's it been like for you as a new coach? I know that you've had a lot of things that you've tried to do uh, in terms of events, uh, get-togethers, golf tournaments, trying to get your alumni, which is one of the more active alumni bases in Newman Athletics together. What's it been like to try to build that relationship with them and kind of take over from what Coach uh, Coach Zayn Ealing was doing in terms of trying to to build that support for your program?
3: Yeah, I I think the hardest thing, um, you know, alumni should be appreciated and um, celebrated as much as possible. And, you know, that was the big thing that, I wanted to do as soon as we took over was celebrate those guys that have come before us, um, celebrate our hall of fame members, um, you know, celebrate the 83 team trying to get everybody that's put on a Newman G- uniform, the chance to feel appreciated for what they've done to where the program is now. Well, um, and so, not
1: only that, but, uh, Paul Santa day was coming up. We're in the yeah, child's conference yeah. room to, to film these. And, uh, the, He might be. Is this true? Is he the only Newman Jet baseball player with a retired number? Number 11. Number 11. Obviously, uh, you know, the all-time winningest coach in the history of Newman. uh, Was supposed to be out there at the field, have an event here. Big plans. And obviously, those were totally dashed by coronavirus. But uh, on the schedule here for this year. Mm -hmm. um, But what's it been like to to try to get – have you gotten to know Coach Sanigorski and and, and, and be able to to kind of bring him back into the program a little bit more? Yeah.
3: uh, I mean – Taylor was part of our staff last year. And right. He took a job at Butler, um, you know, and I'm happy he did. You know, in college baseball, the more you can move up, the quicker you can move up, the better off you are. Um, but him being around and then, um, you know, I've we've talked numerous times um, and kind of just left an open door with him. Like whenever you want to come around, you can come around. You know, I don't want you to feel like you're a shadow and that I'm afraid or anything like, I want you to be here. I want them to know. I want our guys to play the way that your guys played. Um,
1: So if we can get you around more, let's do it, you know. As of right now, are you under the impression that the spring schedule for the MIAA for baseball, is that going to be normal this year? Is it delayed? Uh, We haven't, we've been focused so much on basketball, winter sports as appropriately as we should be. And then obviously the fall sports as well, because they're not playing right now. What do you know about what the spring sports plans are for the diamond sports? Well, I mean, what's your definition of normal? <laughs> so. Well, that would be, what, February, February 1, yeah. and you guys are playing down in Texas somewhere where it's not, you know, 30 right. degrees. Right. Um, no, it's not going to be normal at all. Uh, I mean, they've already
3: cut, the NCAA's already cut, what, 20%, so it's 10 games for us. So we're originally at 50 games, now we're at 40 games. Um, the A is 33 out of those 40 games. So it leaves us with seven games. Um, so we've originally start the first weekend of February. This year, we're not starting until the second week in February, second or third week in February. I'll be um, a heat wave by then. Yeah, yeah. Got to melt that snow sometime. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and then usually the our team is Fort Hayes. Um, Our conference games with them are midweek games, and they've pushed those to the end of the season. So we'll play a three-game series with them at the end of the season. So normal, no, but at least normal to where we should get 33 games in. From okay. a conference standpoint, yeah. I'll so
1: take it. we're we're hoping for February here as we get set for baseball, and like I said, softball will be coming. We'll have them on here in a, in a couple of weeks to to preview that with them, Coach Drew Mouse. Uh, let's hope for at least not a regular second season, but at least play all the games. How about that? I'm, I, if we can get forty out of forty, I'm in. I'm uh, you in. Know, I'd like I'd love for you guys to have the opportunity to get seven rainouts this year. At least at least we'll let you guys play. play. That would that would be fantastic, yep. Coach. Yep. Thanks so much for being. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll be back with another episode of the JetCast. I do promise. Men's basketball is coming next week, and so we'll see you then. So until then, Blake Cripps saying, "Go Jets."